I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in New York's Flatiron District. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. I may be a procrastinator, but I never put off voting. Even on Tuesday, when there was a virtually unpublicized primary election with only three minor races on my ballot, I showed up with 30 minutes to spare to do my civic duty. I strode into the elementary school across the street from my apartment and was greeted by the usual coterie of earnest and eager poll workers who enjoyed my pro-voting banter about never missing an election. Now, I didn't share with them my opinion that district leader and delegates to a judicial convention didn't seem like something I should be voting on, but instead could have been chosen by a small group of people in a non-smoke-filled room who knew something about the candidates. And the two races involving those very judicial convention delegates and alternates necessitated voting for up to 10 people. And I was told that if I accidentally voted for 11, I would have to return to the registration table in shame. Well, I slowly and deliberately filled out the 10 circles and scanned my ballot successfully. And then another woman beamed broadly and repeated the words that I saw on the voting screen. Thank you for voting. Mm -hmm. And then, Tommy, it occurred to me that why I was the only voter in the entire giant room and received such attentive and thoughtful customer service throughout my brief voting experience. And thus, a new concept was born, luxury voting, or <laughs> how to vote in first class. Since I was the only voter in the room and only one of a small number who had come through that polling station all day, I was treated like a celebrity, a voting VIP. Now, all of those people who didn't vote didn't get to feel that giddy sense of appreciation approval that I received from the lonely yet hardworking election personnel. And no matter how seemingly unimportant those three races may have seemed to me, well, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. First, Scotty, it must be said that that was more than just an intro to a podcast, Scotty. You've given us a rousing civics lesson that might, well, it might actually save our democracy. But there's more to unpack from your overnight bag of thoughts, Scotty. It seems that at last possible, that at least possible, I should say, that some trillionaire from a non-English speaking country is listening to this episode. Uh, a Blakeman fan who's heard of your spotless record of being an unelected, self-appointed co-mayor of Irving Place for three years with no known scandals. And you're being an American pedestrian, uh, America's pedestrian three years in a row. You've never been unseated as far as I know. Now, this trillionaire might thus be inspired to build 3,000 square foot luxury voting palaces so everyone can vote, as you did, Scotty, in spacious comfort and privacy. Well, how much better for democracy than vote forcing voters into tiny, stuffy, claustrophobic booths? Indeed, this trillionaire would want to build thousands of voting palaces in every voting district in the country, calling them Blakeman booths in honor of their original uh, originator for the use of regular people of all incomes, races, religions and creeds who check all other boxes except likes totalitarianism. <laughs> but Scotty. My fear is that the trillionaire sees your quote about how you wouldn't miss your voting experience for the world. And remember, the trillionaire doesn't speak perfect English and doesn't necessarily get hyperbole. Well, I'm pretty sure you can guess the rest. 
but some cannot. So I'll just point out the obvious. The trillionaire might say in his or her mother tongue, of course, who would turn down an offer to own the best planet in our solar system by far? And based on that seemingly harmless exaggeration, that grand voter castle plan is called off leaving but one sorrowful prototype voter castle in Oklahoma or the Texas Panhandle, which would almost certainly be sold and turned into a medieval knight's family-themed restaurant. <laughs> well, that's, that's what keeps me awake at night, Scotty. Well, Tommy, I'm glad you zeroed in on the I wouldn't miss it for the world line <laughs> because I lingered on that and, and thought uh, long and hard about it. And, and great line. And then I, and I knew you would grab it and run with it as you did so beautifully even in this uh, air quality alert uh day yeah. and uh, but i guess tommy what i did to be yeah. quite literal was for the world voting yeah. if, if voting isn't for the world uh, then what is and and again i don't want to make voting elitist no quite the opposite i want to encourage people and to remind people that even on a seemingly unimportant primary uh the, just the thrill of being the only one instead of going yeah. oh why would i go in there's no could be not anyone there no not to be anyone there, just the luxury. And, and I'm always treated well, even when there's many, but yeah. it was a grand feeling, Tommy. And I, I, oh, I, I, and I, I, I hasten to add, I was proudly given a I voted sticker. <laughs> and you know, Tommy, with all the I voted stickers I've received in my lifetime, it could stack all the way to heaven. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible. That, that alone, that fact that you could <laughs> that all of your I voted stickers would go to, to to a place that many people don't even know if it exists. But yes, uh, uh, but but that, and, and and I'm sure you're one of the very few because it is a voting for what what was it what were you voting? Well, for? I mean, this is a primary. Now, to be fair, to be uh, as we always are, a crisis yeah. of confidence. We're always very uh, honest. Some yeah. districts had maybe a city council election, but certainly there weren't major races. And literally, it's district leader, which is sort of basically, uh, you know, for the Democrats, some guy who chairs the meetings and, and, and then how would I know? No, never public. Nothing is talked about. No. And then delegates to a judicial convention vote up to 10 and alternate delegates. And so uh, I voted uh, and I tried to piece together who might have been the best. But clearly that's something that I think those people could do among themselves. I don't think anyone would be uh, worse the where for it. No, but you did nonetheless vote and you exercised your civic duty yes. far beyond what most pe people do. And then I think, well, are you the great American voter? Now, the obvious thing is, yes, build another statue. And we already have a, a plans in the works of, a of, of either a giant statue of the great pedestrian or a tiny sub-microscopic uh, yes. statue that's yes. uh, the uh, carved out of a single proton. We still haven't resolved that. that or something issue. in the middle, maybe. Well, something still, in, maybe something yeah. in the middle. Yeah, it could, it could need to be resolved. But then, yeah, but, but, but I, I just want yeah. to say that yeah. just to, to, to finish my point, we could, I, I, you know, I could have called for yet another statue, but it seems to me that our, our imaginary trillionaire has the right idea, build a a, a, a million or at least several hundred thousand voter castles uh, uh, that are that, that are, as you would, uh, pointed out, uh, it's a luxurious uh, way of voting to, yeah. to, to have a large space and not be cramped in a very claustrophobic little voting. Well, booth. I do think and of course, uh, some might say 
that's fancifully hard, even though I think I, it's, it's very practical and I take it literally. But certainly to make the voting experience a little more. I mean, yes, clearly democracy should be the selling point and the only incentive one would need. But it's always held in elementary school auditoriums yes. generally. And so it's clearly not uh, uh, designated for voting. And, and no. And, and again, it shouldn't. I, I obviously the luxury aspect of it uh, could be stretched but clearly why not have as you say so many voting centers permanent voting centers and what they could be is there wouldn't be a situation where i would say well i didn't hear anything about these district leaders no it would be an ongoing almost like a museum of voting yes well, or a museum of democracy and it would be open all the time and you could always oh. go in going and what's going to be in the ballot well let me tell you and and, and or the candidates could be there and, and you know, could have a Starbucks sort of uh, attached oh, of course. to it, something Definitely like that, and maybe, yeah. maybe a couple, you know, maybe a, 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 a Shake Shack, let's say. Uh, uh, but but that's not necessary. It's what you're saying. It it could be just it's just something a much larger, spa more spacious, civilized way to vote than these cramped uh, yeah. little, and, uh, little, little uh, booths that they put inside of, as you say, a, 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 an elementary school gymnasium. Yeah, that's where they generally are, which is wonderful, but but a dedicated space, dedicated to voting. And of course, you only have maybe two elections a year, maybe three, but still all year, you can learn about candidates, you can learn about voting, it could be a center of democracy. And yes, have some light refreshments too. Yeah, uh, 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 nothing wrong with that. But Scotty, I think the other side of this coin is is the intrepid voter who votes in every single election. Imagine I, I can easily imagine, Scotty, in a case like you, and you are probably one of the world's great voters of all times. I mean, oh, I don't know you. if anybody else voted in that election besides you. You were the you basically were the kingmaker uh, 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 of that election, I'm sure. And whatever whoever you voted for must have won because I doubt if anybody. <laughs> but think about this, Scotty. If that election, if it wasn't, if the voting booth wasn't in a public school, but was in a, the top of a, of a craggy mountainside, I believe you would climb up that mountain and just to go to that voting booth. And even though you have no mountain climbing experience, yes. um, and, and, and I'm not even sure you know how to deal with a crampon. No, I, none of that is familiar to me. Because you have to pound them into the side of the, but I'm just saying hypothetically, if if they did that, and that would be a, 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 an act of, of uh, making, what, what is it people complain about, the, the, the uh, voting laws that... Right, that making it more onerous for people make to it vote. More onerous. No, we, we want to do the opposite, and uh, yeah. this is an urban environment, let's make it more welcoming. And uh, again, I, I getting back to, yeah, you know, am I the great voter? You know, Tommy, I'm, I, I welcome and I'm I, the, the great pedestrian, but as yeah. far as the great voter... I want to say to our listeners and to those listening in the free world, uh, we're all the great voter if we just show up. And I don't miss any election. Now, Tommy, this was a little bit hair raising. This one was so unpublicized. I was out walking on Tuesday and, and literally I was on the corner where the school was. And normally you have many candidates there handing things out. So you you're reminded. And of course, there are the signs that say vote a key. Vote here in Spanish. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I just didn't even notice it. I went back up to my apartment. You know how it is the urban dwellers. A lot of times when you get up to your apartment, you don't feel like going back out. I had a long walk. And I said, oh, uh, I, it's only open till eight, thankfully. So I ran back out and um, I went in there and, and I was just so uh, glad I did. And again, well, Scotty, wait a second. That's, yes. 
let's give yeah. us a chance to catch our breath here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's talk about a white knuckle experience, Scotty. We're with you every step of the way. And and we're wondering, did you get a chance to vote? I guess you're saying happy ending to that. Uh, oh, absolutely. Skeptical spectacle and 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 by the way it, it, it's interesting note it did not involve you climbing up a craggy cliff which uh, uh, to get to a, a voting booth high high in the you know a mountains so high that it's incredibly cold and windy the, and, no and, it just and you're saying let's not build voting booths on craggy cliffs. no no make it as easy as possible literally it's across the street for me <laughs> so i did go back out but i was concerned because uh, I, I thought about it all day normally it's till nine o'clock i think which yeah. is great but i was afraid i know this wasn't the case thankfully what if they closed early due to lack of interest yeah oh my god which by the way tommy could be a great uh, short film or uh, a PSA, public service announcement, just, you know, no, you know, closed because of lack of interest. Yeah, this could happen. Could this yeah. happen to America? Yeah. That they that they just closed the, uh, all voting because of lack of interest. Scotty, as long as there are people like you, intrepid voters who vote for on every single election, no matter what. And yes, it just so happened that in this case, the voting was right across the street from where you live. Yes. But uh, I'm saying if the, if it were deep beneath the ocean surface, I, I think you would take a submersible, even even though the submersibles have become very controversial lately. Yeah, uh, I would lobby against that because, again, we want to make it uh, I would even I don't think I'd even stick my head underwater like in a pool for a second. <laughs> Is that uh, so I would I would have to thank you would lobby against that. Yeah, thankfully, I, I could draw the line that and just say that, walking across. Three, and it is certainly an urban area is very easy. To vote, right. although they, they, they do make it hard in other places, and, and that's the last thing we want. So what I'm, my well, well, no, I think the last yeah. thing you want is if they put if they bury the voting booth and they don't tell you where it is, and you're supposed to just go dig and dig and dig until you find the voting booth, and then you can vote. And you may be digging, you know, just uh, hundreds of feet below the earth. You're worn out, and then it's the wrong spot. That's not where the voting booth was. So I, no. I would be opposed to. I would yeah. say that's the last thing we should do. As far oh yeah, as literally the last we, thing, and uh, where we just, would put the. But you agree, right? Don't I, bury, yeah, I, don't, let's not bury the voting booth. No, no, keep them above ground in plain sight. <laughs> and by the way, there's nothing wrong with elementary schools. It's kind of a fun thing going back. Is when you walk in, you feel like a giant too because every, <laughs> everything is so this small. Well, because it was for little kids. But yeah, uh, so and they're they're, they're well, hard when you workers. put it that way. I mean, that's the, yeah. the, the elementary school. Like sometimes I think it's demeaning. It's it's places. Uh, it, it, it makes you feel like a second grader to be a, 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 a first rate citizen. Um, but what you're saying is that that's much better than, say, strapping a, a boat onto a raft and sending it down a. Uh, a a, um, a waterfall, let's say. Exactly. No, the, I, the, I'm not the saying booth. You yeah. don't want, you know, that that type of thing. You know, it sounds exciting, but that's actually going to discourage voting. That's no, exactly. And again, I'm not stopping you from doing that in their leisure time. But <laughs> let's not uh, overlap that with voting. And I will say, Tommy, I had Marv's experience back in yeah. 2018 when I first moved back to my parents' home back then. And I had the experience of voting in my old elementary school. And boy, mm. did those memories, memories flood back. I felt like uh, I should have uh, paid a cover charge for the right to vote. Thankfully, and that's another thing, Tommy, there's no fee to vote. I don't know how many people no. realize this. You just show up. No one says, 
All right, that'll be three ninety. Uh, no, you take credit. The card? voting no. taxes were were uh, uh, poll tax. Um, yeah. actually made made unconstitutional. So actually, yeah, uh, uh, you don't need your credit card. You don't need a lot of cash. Uh, no. You just go in and and. But that's a good point, Scott. It doesn't cost anything to be a good citizen. Well, that's uh, a great line right there. You know, but it does cost a lot if you're not. Uh, yeah, that's it a cost us a pretty penny. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and and just and it's and I I want to stress as what you do with everything, Tommy. The fun of it, it wasn't this drudgery. I'm going, as you say, in a down beneath the depths of the ocean or in a coal mine. No, I'm going to a, a well lit gymnasium and in an elementary school. With again, they were so happy to see me, and not just because I was the only one there, but but you know that it's you feel like I'm doing the right thing, and to get that sticker. And Tommy, I don't mind saying I had a lump in my throat. So thank you for that. I voted sticker, and yeah. uh, uh, and, and just the experience and coloring in the circles a little nervously yeah. because you always wondered did you color it in enough and oh yeah, yeah 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 did, 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 you know it's I believe I did because yeah. you, or you colored outside of the oh. circle and that yeah. messed it must up the vote and and the wrong person yeah I mean what must have gone through your minds that you know that this this sweating and 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 agonizing over basically not knowing who you should be voting for or not voting for Ma, I also wonder though people are going to hear about your great experience and how yeah. proud you were that the next vote, you know, that seems an off year election, there'll be lines around the block and, and uh, uh, to get in because they want to uh, experience the Scott Blakeman uh, voting experience of voting at an off election where you're that and then you wind up, uh, you know, a victim of your own success. And, you, and now you're standing in line waiting to vote for some judgeship or something. Well, it'd be like that, that you know little about. But yeah. it takes you a long time. What, well, what do you wouldn't say that be about a grand, that, that yeah. possibility? Well, it could, but wouldn't that be a grand sight? Or it could be like the purported Yogi Berra line. It's so crowded, nobody goes in there anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think, Tommy, what a grand sight that would be. People so and they you would actually, say, you, yeah. you, you would be happy. That's what oh, kind yeah. of a good See, citizen you are. Yeah. I mean, my point was twofold. One, yes, uh, the VIP experience, the luxury of it. But voting, Tommy, is a luxury uh is isn't it's not a, a luxury it's a right so uh my point would be yes if you're the even if you're the only one it's a great experience right but if it's crowded you see other people and that's great too so if my one act of being the only one voting at that time i'm not saying i think 140,000 voted in the city overall but uh in a city of millions but that's amazing uh, that a hundred thousand a hundred thousand people Somewhere about one forty thousand at all. That just shows what kind of city New York is. That there, there are actual people like yourself yeah. would vote at a completely off year. That I had no. I, I gotta say, I'm not. I don't rate high on the citizenship chart on uh, on that particular thing because I just didn't even know about this election. Well, stuff. it was as I say. I mean, it's just virtually I, unpublicized. I got something in the mail. But, you know, it's just some districts had some, you know, more. Again, I'm not going to say more important, but uh, again, I don't think certain things we should vote for, because, again, I unless they want to stop by my apartment and say why they should go to a judicial convention uh, and, and, and bring a, a gift, you know, not an expensive gift, but maybe a wine or a chocolate. Uh, well, that's that, that. Now, that's that's where I think, you know, uh, uh, the old, uh, you know, patronage uh, type of you know, Chicago style, you know, they give you a, they would give you a, a, a six pack of beer and say, yeah. vote for the right person. 
you're not saying you know come and give you you know get elaborate oh. gifts to to earn your vote no uh, no but i wish even if they had an open house where you could meet these delegates or meet these district leaders there was no no one printed flyers there was no i didn't get anything in the mail to my knowledge and and so and as you know i'm the great mail reader i don't dispose of uh uh, those that kind of mail in the in the mailroom uh, uh, garbage disposal. I bring them up to my lodging. So uh, so yes, it was a grand feeling of satisfaction and a hope that all Americans can uh, just take the time to basically cross the street or wherever you have to go and vote. And whether it's just you or many people, it'll be a grand experience. And, and I think, and just to circle around, uh, um, you know, the I. You're not opposed to the idea of having large castles instead of voting booths or, you know, uh, not not castles in the sense that everything is made out of stone and so on. But, you know, architecturally, you know, well-designed, large voting uh, palaces, you're not opposed to that. Well, I would be uh, all with private funding. Uh, oh, I wouldn't yeah, want the yeah, government yeah, involved yeah, with that right. private funding, but also multi-use because some people will say, well, there's only one or two elections a year. What do you do the rest of the time? So make it something else. Also a multi-use facility, but certainly uh, getting back to the idea of a dedicated museum of democracy or museum of voting. And you can have fun exhibits. What's it like to vote in Turkey? Yeah. You know, I'd go to that too. And and by the way, voting has changed over the years. You used to have those, you know, creaky machines, uh, uh, which... Yeah, as you say, you'd go in the booth, and I never used I to like know the how to close I the like curtain. That where you poked things, like yeah. you had a poker, and it poke, and that that was very satisfying. You knew that you really got your vote down. Of course, if you made a mistake, oh brother, yeah. uh, you know it's hard to unpoke a, a, that those cards, but. Uh, I, I, I mean, are you saying that those have gone by the wayside? Uh, well? No, I don't think those have. But the old ones we had in New York where it was a machine where you literally pulled the lever for each person and they got kind of bulky in some ways. And then you'd have to pull a big lever to start voting and end voting. And I always would forget, do I pull which way do I pull it? So there were a few variables there. But uh, so it's very easy now. You just do it by hand. Then you slip it into the scanner again. Uh, note, uh, full dis disclosure, every state has different voting. So please consult your local uh, education uh, election board for more details. Yeah, that, that's that's it. That, I think, yeah, that's important to, yeah. to mention. I said that in very small print, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was small and it was pr pretty fast. You got yeah. through it pretty quick. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm wondering, you know, would I ever consult my election board uh, you know, and 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 uh, you know, I I I really wouldn't even know how to go about that. Like, I mean, they do have them. That they're, they're sort of uh, they're not in palaces. They're sort of older office buildings downtown. And I, I salute them for uh, their and, and work. You could but... go there, and you could find out. Um, you, you know what's the, what is how, how do you vote, and and so that you don't you're not. Um, you're not uh, like you, you could go in. Uh, what my nightmare is, besides the, the thought that they won't build castles because so, I mean, and, and Scotty, I, I don't want to belabor this, but I just I just want it out there that if somebody offered you the actual earth, you know, it, it, uh, so that you would miss the experience. We said, look, you have the choice. You can miss that experience that you had of voting in, 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 in uh, deluxe circumstances, or you could have the world. 
you would have to consider taking the world. Well, I'd have to break down what that means. That is one of those very common expressions. Yeah, I wouldn't miss it for the world, which is an odd expression because it's not like I wouldn't miss it for going to the carnival or something, but the world <laughs> is not a something. What do you, what do you it's, do? It's such a huge thing. And, well, and, and also and it's even what in, in, in metaphorically, and we, we tend to, you know, I think, you know, we've really made our bones by metaphorically deconstructing uh, or uh, deconstructing metaphors. Yes. And, and um, uh, uh, that's one of the ones where I go, you know, Scotty, what if, I mean, and it is, it's impossible. Obviously, you're not going to own the world. Nobody. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's, I think more, I think what this trillionaire is nervous about uh, is, well, you know, would you turn down the world if you were offered it? And I, I, and I just think that's silly. I think, you know, it's just a, it's just an expression. Why make such a big deal out of it? Yeah. And no one's ever, it's, I think it's just so dumb. Why should that keep this trillionaire from building voter palaces? Yeah. When we Uh, say palaces too, you're using it in the grand and in, in the great, the formal way. I guess way, I am thinking of huge, like like uh, gilded age mansions of voting, <laughs> and 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 maybe you're saying no, you don't really think that's necessary. I, I get if you, I would want to bring back the gilded age. So if you have private, you know, uh, individuals who would like to recreate that, and as I say, use it for other things during the rest of the that, uh, that's, year. That's the point, you know, and, yeah. and then be elaborate homeless shelters, or they could. Oh, Certainly, yeah. be for for uh, 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 you know elementary school gyms. Uh, and, and I know, think we but, should bottom line bring back the Gilded Age. Period. Yeah, I think that's what we should do. And so, could you imagine? Well, I make mean, it for all, and make it uh, for all. For yes, all. And, that was the only problem is that the the you know the the, the downtrodden didn't get to participate in. No, in, no. But if everyone has a, a vast uh, mansion. Uh, you know, I, I I don't see what's wrong with that. Well, you know, if you're going to build something, why not build a Gilded Age mansion? You could build a, a, an ugly 60-story <laughs> brick high-rise. You know, you still got to use the same amount of people. So, yeah. And really, you know, in New York, a true thing, they're tearing down some really uh, uh, decrepit low-income housing and in bad shape, and they're going to build new ones. But this is a great opportunity. Build several Gilded Age mansions that will accommodate uh, many people. It's not going to be one family. Obviously, you'll have many, but to live mm. in a, a Gilded Age mansion, I think, would be wonderful. Why are we wedded to this? Let's put up more brick. No, bring back the Gilded Age, as you say, Tommy, but this time for everyone. For everyone, yes. I don't know. I mean, I think I think that you're going to get some people who say, yeah, it's nice to live in a Gilded Age mansion with five other families, but, you know, uh, somebody's going to be playing the music too loud. <laughs> Shouldn't people have their own Gilded Age mansion? And obviously, oh. this is even a bigger yeah. project than just building castles for voting. This is yeah. building, uh, I think, something like uh, a, a close to 600 million mansions. And, yeah. and that's for if every man, woman and child has their own mansion. And, and by the way, using the materials, you know, the stone, the fine materials of the day, which would, you know, probably be a shortage of some of those materials. That's but, it. Uh, so that could be an issue. This is the travertine marble yeah. Uh, yeah. alone. You know, there, there's a limit to, to that. They're not, you know, not they're not building any more travertine marble, if you know what I mean. And, and no, so, not at the moment. Maybe we'll bring it back. So again, the, all the details, specifics. We'll get the architects and the uh, the planners on that. But uh, this time around, 
it's for everyone. And of course, yes, you, you may not have your own. And maybe the Gilded Age Mansion might be a lot smaller to accommodate more of them. I'm not precluding that. Right. Still grand. Well, and you're gracious. not saying, you know, some tiny little. Uh, you no, know, micro mansion. Micro mansion. No, no, no. It'll be very only spacious. one person could fit in. No, no. Up. Like the Japanese, those pods. No, that would defeat the a Gilded Age pod. <laughs> would, would be sad because it would be yeah. beautiful. We'd have marble and travertine and yeah. uh, Trump Loy, all that stuff. But uh, you, you'd be cramped in this. So I don't know if you could truly right. appreciate it, or maybe you could appreciate it even more because it's right in your face. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a tiny but but gilt, you know, with with gold, you know, a uh, uh, little almost like a like a um, uh, like a little trailer, like a Gilded Age trailer camp type of yeah. thing where <laughs> where each trailer is, 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 you know, that's the type of thing that now you're talking a very practical, uh, you know, in, in practical ways. And it's how you got to be co-mayor of Irving Place. Uh, uh, well, uh, along not, with you, Tommy, and we uh, elected, but by being. Selfish. Yeah. And actually, we go back even more than three years. I can't say exactly how many years back, but I would say at least maybe seven years of that. Again, we've been doing it. Uh, I never know if it's under the radar or off the radar. It's not in the sights of the radar. They don't pick it up. Right. Uh, but we're there. And even when we're not there, and we haven't physically walked on Irving Place in quite a while, but our th- and people say, well, does that mean you're not covert? No, we think no. about it all the time. And we have and that memories. doesn't mean we can't have a scandal uh, by not uh, while we're not walking. And, you know, so, and that's the point is that in seven, yeah. and you're right, Scotty, I said three years, I really sold a short uh, and, and and shame on me. It's yeah. seven years of no scandal and be in, in. And now you're talking about let's have everyone. You, you actually have a program to get elected president. I mean, that's. Yeah. You know, it's a pretty clear shot from how well you, you you know, you've managed the, um, you know, this Irving Place, by the way, for anybody who's anybody is free to come down and look at Irving Place and see how well managed that street is. Yeah. And tell us how it is that you wouldn't be a great president, especially on the program of giving of, of every person getting their own Gilded Age mansion. Because that is a beautiful street with some fine, fine homes back to the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're not, uh, you know, mansions, but they're but there are, But there are, they do, there is a Gilded Age looking, uh, uh, pl- you know, I mean, that area does have a lot of, of great, oh, yeah. wonderful. No, and, and the townhomes and, and the beautiful private clubs and yeah, so you know up. what you're talking about oh yeah this isn't yeah. just something that you're shooting from the hip no you could actually make it happen uh, well uh, and then along with we've it. done this together and we've done it really uh as you say with no hint of scandal well, they always say a whiff of scandal but uh some scandals cannot be it has no odor at all there's no odor it can produce yeah. no odor. everybody assumes that you could smell <laughs> scandal that's yeah. not true a lot right. of times that they're odorless and and <laughs> and, and, new and kind of scandal, yeah. yeah. And no. uh, but we 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 yeah we haven't had that. And but we we many times when we're not at Irving Farm Roasters, uh, we're still there in another sense. We're sitting there uh, because we've been there so many times that uh, you know you have a sense memory. And and so again, we're every day we think of Irving Place, uh, whether we're there physically or not. And that's uh, yes, that will be a question in one of the debates. You and Tom weren't there every single day. How could you call yourself co-mayor? 
that's a little preview what my answer would be. Well, that's good to prepare for the debates. Yeah. Like, you know, where you, where you, Chris Christie supposedly prepared Donald Trump for his yeah. debates, where you're, you're uh, 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 one of us fires questions. Wait, wait a minute, sir. Why? Why? Uh, 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 what what about you that makes you think, you know, like that, you know, uh, economics? You know, that's another thing I'm, I'm afraid of that. You get that question. Well, what about economics? You know, so just something like that, just an open ended. Oh, question. Yeah, and of course, and we've mentioned this a couple of occasions before the dreaded question of what books are on your night table. <laughs> because as we've said before in this podcast, I don't yeah. have a night table. No. Uh, I, I, any so any any answer would be not accurate. I mean, just to say simply, oh, well, I don't have a night table. Right, right. So that would be the end of it. That would be the lead uh, for the yeah. next day's coverage. Oh no, man with no light night table. How can he be govern us and, yeah. and be trusted to build a six hundred million mansion? And I think let's 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 also put a, put away that it's not 600 million mansions no it's maybe 300 million maximum because some people will double up you know oh they'll be yeah there'll be certainly ones where and, and which has been the case large families would inhabit it so yeah certainly not going to be one family or or a very you know sad thing with one couple that never speaks to each other to sit on the opposite ends of that giant dining a table long no. table no that's we're, we're not what we gonna don't have. want that's, no that that's an image you know that's you know that they would love to pin that one on you, Scotty, but don't, you know, but, yeah, but no, you're, you're already anti, that off. No, I'm anti just a couple that doesn't speak to each other in a large <laughs> Gilded Age mansion. And they sit at opposite ends of the dining room table. If I'm anything, Tommy, that's what I'm all about and I'm <laughs> against that. And that's not what we're going to have. And that'll no. be one of the things. Well, why do you want to have a mansion where you're going to have two people who don't speak to each other? No, 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 I'm not. I'm against yeah. that. Completely. That's the thing. You're, you're opposed to that yeah. uh, uh, completely. And, and um, but uh, the, the, the main thing is that uh, it, I don't think anybody else has any answer to to your program. Like what what's what's the counter, you know, strategy, you know, just uh, uh, like what, what what are the, you know, conservative Republicans have? And it, it's just Hunter Biden. That's all they have. That's all they have. And uh, by the way, Tommy, we've talked about this privately many times. It's. The opposite of Le Corbusier. Now, yes, we want equality, as he did too. But with beauty, his that's right. vision of, of and the, grandeur. Uh, 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 yes, that's, that's the key. I've used everybody... the word grand uh, several times today. I very yeah. rarely use it publicly. And no, uh, and uh, you know, and come come back from my beloved Paris for the first time. Uh, see me. What if his vision had gone through? What it would have done? So we're bringing back grandeur and beauty, but. For the everyone and Tommy, if we had the way to do it, fanfare for the common man would slowly build up in the background as we wind down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Scotty, and and it all started with you voting on a very off year election, and and I, I just want to say, uh, 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 even if you know, yes, it was across the street, but I, I can speak to you, Scotty, and we mentioned this before, and this wasn't hyperbole. If if the voting booth had been buried somewhere and they didn't tell you where it would where it was you would be a digging even right now even as we speak and tommy if i didn't exercise my right to vote with maybe 20 30 minutes to spare this podcast today (laughs) would not have been possible wow amazing that that brings a lump in my throat and it's the good kind of lump scott yes oh absolutely Uh, and uh, on that note i'm gonna say i'm 
proud to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.